It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Swings it out to Sadiq Faye. Get Faye to the corner. Abdul at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three-pointer by Jordan Poole. Here's the give. Walker. Jordan Walker. Touchdown. Smiley. Goff's got it. Back. Looks. Throws. Ends up. Yes. Caught. Touchdown to Clark Iron. They did it. Armin Ross. They brought him to the receiving end. Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Clarkin in on goal. Scores! His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Welcome in to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Brian Elke here, Anthony Bellino is connecting right now. I can still be popping up on your YouTube screen, your Facebook screen, your BCSN screen here. You can see him right there. There he is. You know, sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. I don't know. I don't know how many times I got to hit the button to get the... To get the gosh darn thing to not be all blurry in the background for the uh, for the old the video stream, but uh, good Did morning. You find the button. Did I find that, the button? Is that an issue is yeah, is finding the button an issue for you, Anthony? No, finding the button is not the issue. It's uh, it's getting the button to operate so that you you know you know how the uh, the backgrounds would get all blurry like when we were going through all that Zoom stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. That's that's the thing. Like not having that happen uh is like the uh, priority you know number one if you will like a clear picture and so that was uh that was a little bit of a struggle but outside of that uh we're, we're here man it's great to uh it's great to great to hear your voice what did you uh question for you what'd you watch last night i watched movies with my kids because holy slow week of sports batman like, welcome to the post uh welcome like we're we're here we are we are officially well, it's here. Like, All star like NBA All Star break, so no basketball this week. Mm-hmm. NHL like seems like every team played Monday, and somehow the Red Wings got like a mini like vacation out of it. Like that's the weird thing. It's just it felt like there was the yeah, MSU played, but then Michigan some like hadn't played this week yet. So it's weird that you like you know. By Wednesday, normally all the college basketball has been played for the week. It was strange. So it's been I, a weird, weird, weirdly scheduled week. I was looking at the schedule, uh, and then you know, for you know this portion, if you will, going into tonight, right? Because I'm like, all right, you know, what am I going to watch? I, I tuned in to watch uh, Florida and Alabama college hoops that went into. Uh, went into OT last night, and I was like, "Man, you know that's that's odd. Like, you know, where where is everybody? Like, what is everybody doing? Why is anybody playing?" That's because everybody plays tonight. That's because literally all, uh, almost all of our teams of interest 
uh, play tonight. Obviously, you had Michigan State uh, on Tuesday, but yesterday with having nobody play, very strange. As you mentioned, the President's Day bonanza in the world of the National Hockey League, the all-star break for the Detroit Pistons. Well, guess what? Everybody's on tonight, including Michigan on the road at Northwestern at 9 o'clock. Uh, the Pistons on the road against the Pacers at 7 o'clock. The Red Wings at home tonight, right, against the Avalanche, 7 o'clock. Like, tonight's the night where you're like three screens deep. But last night was like, man, alive. What a, I'm, you know, kind of searching. I'm like, what am I going to watch tonight? What is going on? This is the – if. You looked at the schedule earlier in the week. This is where you look at your wife, your girlfriend, like, hey, let's let's go out to the movies tonight. Hey, uh, let's spend a, a date night. That's the one you got to factor in. Like, hey, you know, I know it's a random Wednesday, but guess what? Boom, there you go. Get your get your random Wednesday in and uh, and enjoy a little bit and do break up the uh, break up the regular week. And and no, it's not any sort of. Uh, any sort of complaint or anything of that nature. It's just odd how every how the schedule, how everything kind of fell into place, you know, for for us to not have uh, really, you know, anything going on in that uh, in that respect is is just it's just odd. And then tonight it just be fully loaded with like everything possible. It's like okay, like that's a uh, that that's a good night. I uh, I'll be I'll be working Red Wings tonight. That's where I will be at. Uh, Red Wings Avs, 7 o'clock uh, inside Little Caesars Arena. So that'll be you know, it's a big-time game, and, and I'm excited for it. That much is for certain. Uh, but, uh, you know, not going to have an eye on uh, whatever the Pistons are going to do against Tyrese Halliburton. Hopefully it goes crazy uh, again just to... You don't want to see the first 40-40 night from a player? No. Tonight for, with Halliburton? 40 points, 40 assists. That'd be something, um, you know. And, and we we did a lot of uh, discussion yesterday uh, on college football and kind of you know what happens next and, and and just trying to get a grasp on on all of this, right? And so we go through that yesterday, and then come to find out, you won't even believe uh, what was said yesterday about twenty twenty six in college football. Did you did you did you see this? Uh, yeah, one of the graphics that on um, what we're talking about today. Already talking expansion. Already talking expansion for the college football playoff. How about we just? You could barely get the fourteen playoff right. You barely got it right. As in, you were scheduling New Year's Eve night games that were. Ohio State was somehow lost on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day at the same time. And let's nail the 12-team playoff. Let's get that correct. Like, you just figured out your format. Yes, we all kind of knew what the format was going to be. Yes, we all knew Notre Dame was never getting a top-four seed. Like, we all knew that, but, like, you now just, like, wrote it down. Like, it it was a good game of telephone because we all knew what was happening. But let's nail this first. We are just, you know, months before the start of the first season with a legitimate 12-team playoff in the playoff era. And now, 
now you want to just add more. So we'll, we'll get more into that. Uh, we'll get more into that as well. Uh, so I, I just, you know, for, you know, how they're going to, how they're going to distribute this uh, from a television standpoint, who's all involved. I don't think they should just get in bed with one network, but that's, uh, that's me. And I guess that's my, my own, uh, own concern. And, um, you know, uh, a new model, revolving around the 14 team playoff the bump from 12 to 14 as opposed to 16 uh would have you know some some very you know could the Big 10 and the SEC get as many as four automatic bids like that that doesn't work out you that that's that's just that that's absurd and that's why uh my original deal to to fix college football where conference champions only plus two at large that's the way to do it that got you to 12. If you want to bump it up to 14, you know, do you have to? And I guess with, with the Notre Dame thing, I mean, does Notre Dame constantly have to be a special case in everything? Really? I mean, do they? This is what they wanted. They're, they're the girl at the bar wearing a birthday sash. Like everyone, look at me! It's my thirty fourth birthday. Buy me a shot. What's worse than that? That or the people that put like their Venmos uh, on on like their windows when they're going to a bachelorette party. You know that's just a, a shot in the dark, and I applaud them for it because if you get ten dollars, you got ten dollars. Congratulations! You might as well take the shot. That's, that's just that's just passive income right there. Working <laughs> while you're not working. Oh, uh, we'll step aside. We're back with more X's and Bros after this here on the Michigan Sports Network. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com business. Member FDIC Equal Housing Lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. The Freddie the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference.
From Traverse City to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, you're listening to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. Great to be here with you. Text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000 sports radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866-838-4843, 866-838-4843. We're on Twitter next week mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well on BCSN and streaming live on our YouTube and Facebook pages uh, as well. Find Ryan at Ryan L underscore key. Find Ben at the Ben Glaze. You can find me, Anthony, at A.C. Bellino. Uh, this is kind of a fun story. As the world kind of you know comes full circle, and unfortunately, Tiger Woods had the flu, uh, so that wasn't good. He had uh, some spasms in his back, and then eventually had the flu and had to be uh, had to leave Riviera, which is unfortunate. Uh, but Tiger Woods' son Charlie, who is 15 years old, is going to play in a qualifier later on today. Now, the 15 year old is looking to compete in this pre pre qualifier event as he's trying to make it into the PGA Tour's Cognizant Classic next week in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. So Woods will play 18 holes at Lost Lake Golf Club in Hobe Sound, Florida. And let me tell you this, my buddy Joe Maling was on Twitter uh, putting this on my radar, like, hey, this is at Lost Lake. And I was like, Lost Lake equals Lost Ball. Uh, Lost Lake is a tough track. Uh, played there many a time. And that Lost Lake is, yeah, that's... Uh, that's definitely one of those one of those courses where it's like, you know what? I had I had this sleeve of Pro V's in my car, but I just don't think that I'm going to break it out. Like I think that what I'm going to do is I'm going to just uh, I'm going to leave the Pro V's behind and I happened to find a, a couple of range balls that were run over by a lawnmower. Uh, I'll use those instead. You know, that's the kind of course it is. That's the kind of course where you you, know, you swing by a Dunham's and grab a you know where where most golf ball manufacturers they come out with the dozen box. You have you know four sleeves of three. You have a dozen golf balls, but some companies like Nitro or uh, Top Flight or just some random off the wall ones will bring like the fifteen pack. They give you five sleeves of three, make you feel like you're getting three extra balls. That's the kind that you break out for that course. Like that's what you do because I mean it's tight. There's water. There's alligators. Like it's tough that you can't miss. And usually, so when my dad and I go down there and play, usually, you know, it's first rounds of the season. You're trying not to overswing. And, you know, I always tell people like, oh, yeah, your first rounds of the season, you, you, your purest swing, your purest round. Like, you know, that's where you don't have any bad habits. You go out there and play really well. Not for me. That doesn't work. Uh, not for me. My mind, you know, it's who knows where that ball is going to go. Uh, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. I can't wait to play, but. Yeah, Lost Lake is a uh, that's that's a tough track. So approximately twenty five players in total from the uh, four pre qualifying sites will advance to a Monday qualifier, which will earn four spots in the Cognizant Classic held February 29th through March third at PGA National. Now I want to bring this up because I think this year you are going to see when the NBA draft comes around, you're going to see what is probably the biggest case of nepotism in the history of professional sport. Like Ken Griffey Jr. was the real deal. If LeBron James Jr. is drafted, that will be one of the 
that that's that's a play to get LeBron because everybody knows LeBron wants to play with him. Uh, he's come out and said that. It's been a, a theory that I feel like I've been talking about for seven, eight years now that LeBron is waiting. He's going to play as long as he can to play with his son because that gives him a one-up like, oh, me and my son played together. What'd you do, Michael? Michael was 6-0 in the finals. Stop yourself. Anyways. Anyways. LeBron James Jr., a.k.a. Bronny James, is going to get drafted high. If his dad was smart, he would tell him stay in school. Stay in school. And some people have, you know, ran around already talking about um, how he could play for the Lakers right now. Uh, I don't think that saying that publicly is anything else than trying to get on LeBron's good side. Honestly, I swear to God, because I don't know how Yeah, I don't know what LeBron James Jr.'s average are uh, right now. Bronny James, I don't know what he's averaging per game, uh, but I'll look it up. And it's not. You know, LeBron James says Bronny James, you know, entering the draft is up to him. That's the most recent story. This is what I'm talking about right here. You tell me on what planet does a kid averaging 5.7 points, 2.9 rebounds and 2.6 assists on 36% shooting. In what universe does that kid get drafted if his name isn't Bronny James? In fact, out of the 18 games played, he started six games. He averages 20 minutes a night. In what world, what stratosphere does that happen? Now, what I like a lot about Charlie Woods is that, yes, his dad is Tiger Woods. Sure. But in the in the realm of golf, your dad's not going to be able to kick the door open for you. Like, he might get you in the right room. He might be able to get you the right swing coach. But at the end of the day, it's all on you. It's all on you. I used to argue to the cows came home uh, with Dan about this because Dan was like, Dan always said, you know, as long as you have the money, you can be good at golf. And it's like, that's just, that's just not, I don't, I don't believe in that. I really don't. I really don't believe that. You could have a great swing coach and still stink. Like, that's possible. That is absolutely possible. Shout out to Dan. He's like in, uh, I don't know where he's at, Virgin Islands or somewhere. Um, but, if Tiger Woods' kid, Charlie, wants to do this, he's and, and if he can qualify, he's going to jump into a field that has guys like Shane Lowry, Matt Fitzpatrick, Justin Rose, Rory McIlroy. So, it is pretty interesting that Woods, who was scheduled to tee off uh, in about an hour from now, alongside Olin Brown Jr., son of three-time PGA Tour, Olin Brown Sr., it's pretty it's pretty cool. Very cool. And Woods has competed with his dad, Bull Charlie has, in the past four editions of the PNC Championship, the 36-hole event, featuring two players' teams made up of uh, major champions and a family member. Uh, they finished runner-up in 2021. I, I look, look, Tiger Woods, who's aiming, you know, this year to play in one event a month, withdrew from the second round of the Genesis last week, as we mentioned. You know, will he be able to, you know, make it into Augusta, be healthy enough at this point? But I absolutely love the idea of Charlie trying to qualify. I really do. Uh, I say qualify. Don't worry about college. You can always go back and do it again. Go get your money, young fella. Because for me, with the state that golf is in, between all of the PGA Tour and Live Tour drama, because I don't care what anybody says, the Live Tour hurt the PGA Tour. It did. And maybe you don't know what you got until it's gone, and, and we have a case of that right now. But what the Live Tour did was 
you know, take this PGA Tour train right off the tracks. Right off the tracks. It's unfortunate that it had to happen this way. It really is. And until we come to some sort of a deal or agreement, maybe they'll flip on the show and they'll listen to my solution for this. And they'll be like, oh, it's kind of a kind of a neat idea. We'll go with that and we'll do that. And then that way the live tour and the Saudi investment fund and they can all feel good about themselves. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's still the PGA tour. You know, guy who like, you know, who's on the PGA tour? Who's on the live tour? Hey, answer me that. You probably don't even know. Like this, this chasm here is great for the cash up front. It's terrible for the game. Terrible for the game of golf and terrible for the PGA Tour. You know, I didn't have any problem with the PGA Tour. I mean, the purses are huge. I like the fact that not everybody gets paid. I like the fact you got to go out there and earn your paycheck. You have to you have to make it through the weekend. Like, I like that. You know, all this money guaranteed up front. What's the point of even playing? You got your check. What's the difference? It's it basically you went from play to competitive sport to appearance fees. That's what it is. And I want the competitive sport. Like I want that, that. That's what I. That's what I would prefer to see. I would prefer to see, you know, these guys go out there and compete, and and get this, you know, get this back to where it's supposed to be. But for Charlie Woods, folks, this guy might be. He might be it. He might be the one thing that can bring the PGA Tour and put it back on the forefront. If he's able to get weird out there and qualify for this event, this would be massive and what a save it would be for the woods family of the pga we'll step aside when we return uh, speaking of playing things uh, a new 14 team playoff we'll discuss what the college football playoff committee is already starting to discuss next year x's and bros michigan sports network the 51 year sportsman's tradition continues it's outdoor rema the suburban collection showplace february 22nd through the 25th four football fields of outdoor equipment boats and activities buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig a right meet the lodge operators and guides from michigan to africa hunting and fishing gear seminars with guides and pros great deals on fishing boats and pontoons and the lumberjacks are back free crossover admission to the cottage and lakefront living show it's outdoor rema the suburban collection showplace february 22nd through the 25th Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend, and you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. We played for the thrill. That rush you feel with the game on the line. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver. Now, with Eagle Casino and Sports, the new sportsbook app from Soren Eagle, anywhere I'm at, I'm still in the game. Sign up now and get up to $1,000. That's right, up to $1,000 for a risk-free bet on your next favorite underdog parlay or prop. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. And call in, text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide on the iHeartRadio app. You know, I, I haven't spent a lot of time uh, discussing Bronny James or Le- LeBron James Jr. Uh, I really, you know, for me personally, he's just a kid. You know, he's just a college kid, and it feels weird discussing it, but I just wanted to bring that up for the uh, for the golf reference because there's no way, like, you know, if somebody drafts Bronny James, they're, they're under the assumption that they're going to get LeBron too. That's the only way he goes as a lottery pick. The only way. And sure, you know, does it, would that make LeBron very happy? Yeah. Would it be a neat story? Yeah. But you're not a lottery pick. Like, you know, your dad will be gone. You'll probably be done, and that will be that. Or your dad will hang around long enough into the business of sport, and you'll you'll have a great NBA career because you're dead. And you know, it is what it is. But it's not like the guy's not Ken Griffey Jr. by any stretch of the imagination. Like there have been fathers and sons that have done it uh, in different sports, not never in basketball, uh, just because like the longevity and the amount of running uh, that needs to be done. Like it's it really is just preposterous, but that's just I that's why I don't discuss uh, Bronny James. I'm not giving Bronny James updates. It's not really you know it just uh just kind of is what it is. And I never wanted to seem like oh he doesn't like the kid because he doesn't like his dad. His dad's a fine basketball player, a fine basketball player. I've never I've never doubted that at all. He's just not the best ever. That's it, and uh, I don't need him to tell me that he is the best ever because I've seen the best ever play with my own eyeballs. So like you know. It just is what it is. So now to shift gears over to college football. Uh, look, this is uh, this is this is happening, and we just got through. Like, okay, we're going to expand to twelve teams. Like, we're up and running. Here we go. New deal. A uh, brand new deal. Feel like FDR. Well, now there there's an idea that maybe we should have a fourteen team college football playoff starting in twenty twenty six. Now that was discussed in the meeting. Yesterday in Dallas, and the committee to me is, you could tell that they really don't know what's going on. They don't know how to handle this, and and it's okay. It's okay, uh, but we should probably plan this out, so you're going you're gonna to go from 12 teams here in 24 and 25 and then bump it to 14 in 2026. Okay, all right. Hmm. How would we go about doing this? So they got to figure out the TV contracts first off, and then they have the access, who gets in, the distribution of money, and who's going to govern the thing. Okay? So this management committee, which is made up of commissioners and incoming ND athletic director director Pete Bevacqua, met yesterday, discussed potentially expanding the field after the current contract runs out following the 25 season. According to ESPN in this article from Heather Dinich, the most dominant discussion of the new model revolved around a 14-team playoff and college football playoff leaders left Wednesday's meeting feeling there was momentum. The bump from 12 to 14 as opposed to 16 would mostly address the issue of access rather than finances. Officials will still need to discuss how a 14-team playoff would split up automatic qualifiers. For example, could the Big Ten and SEC get as many as a four automatic bids? Those were early discussions that were had Wednesday with no definitive conclusion. Uh, four automatic bids? Four? 
Now look, you if you listen to the show, you know I'm about a real playoff. You, I am about that action. That's what I want. You know that I want this thing to have a clear-cut, determined winner in a playoff season, right? Because I I thought about this the other day when we were having this discussion, like last week or whatever. We were I don't know I don't even remember what we were discussing, but somehow I got to thinking in my car ride because I got a lot of time in the car, so I got a lot of time to think. And I was thinking about how our society is so playoff driven. Right. And oh, I was thinking about the all-star game in the in, in the uh in the NBA because they were entering the second half of the season and it's like, okay, here's your here's where you guys have to make a lot of money right now. Like this has got to be the most hair on fire, balls out basketball you could play going into the playoffs. I don't want to hear any of this. Well, you know, we gotta rest up for the playoffs. You got you've been resting up for the damn playoffs all season. At some point, somebody's gotta play some basketball. Like, I want to see hard-nosed hatred out there. That's what I want to see. I'll be honest with you. I know it sounds weird. I'm sorry for saying it like that. But I want Tyrese Halliburton to take the floor tonight, and I want him and him and Cade Cunningham to just go at it. I want them to hate each other. Enough of this buddy-buddy nonsense. I don't want that. You know, where Kyrie's like, you know, we're all you know, the same brotherhood. Like, shut up. Let's go after it. Let's go. I'm not saying you got to go Texas A&M Commerce Incarnate Word, but if you did, I wouldn't mind. Sure. So I'm looking at this thing for the, from the NBA standpoint, and everybody has played you know, roughly, roughly 55 games. And one of the big things we talk about with the NBA is the fact that with the shorter season, it made the 63-game lockout year. It made everybody feel like, oh, man, the season was a lot better. It was very intense. You got 27 games left to figure it out, right? And in the NBA, we have this issue now where 20 out of the 30 teams make the postseason, right? Because you have your 7, 8, 9, and 10 are playing in the NBA's play-in games, which is different from the NBA tournament because they're just they, whatever Adam Silver. The reason I compare it to the NBA is because do you need four teams from the same conference? Four automatic bids into the into the playoff? Why do you get an automatic bid? Why why are we why are, why are bids even a thing here? Like win your conference, win win the games. Why would the SEC get four bids into the postseason? What if somehow the paradigm were to shift and the Big 12 became the new cat's meow? Will that ever happen? Probably not. Is it possible? Yes. Possibility versus probability, right? And if the Big 12, because you're looking at a 14-team playoff, and the SEC and the, and the Big 10 each got four automatic bids, that is eight bids. That is more than 50% of the playoff being made up of two conferences. Well, then we haven't done anything. We're just playing more league games. The, the point of all of this is to fix what's wrong by creating a legitimate postseason for all the teams that are involved in Division I football. That's the, that's the entire purpose of all of this. Like That's what we are here to do. We are here to create an atmosphere where we know if you do X, you get into the playoff. If you do Y, you get into the playoff. And X and Y, guess what, folks? They're the same thing. Just win, baby. That's what you gotta that's what it's gotta be about. Four like 
Okay, so the SEC has 16 teams, and the Big Ten now has 18 teams moving forward in 2024. That's 34 teams. All right, well, then you factor in the ACC and the Big 12. What if the ACC and the Big 12 are like, well, we should get four automatic bids? What kind of conversation starter is this? Now you're at 16, and you still haven't done anything. So the other portion of this, of course, is Notre Dame. Stephen A. Smith went on a rant the other day, and he was lighting up Notre Dame. And I get it, Stephen A. I understand what you're saying. I know they haven't won a national championship since 1988. I know there isn't a more loudmouth fan base than Notre Dame. You want to talk about stuck in the past. I have to deal with everybody telling me that, oh, you Michigan fans are stuck in the past. How far past do you want to go? Like, I mean, how many pages deep are we going in this book? Notre Dame is the most overrated product in college football. And even when they tried to manufacture the hype in 2012, they went out there and got blitzkrieged by Alabama. They got stopped. Didn't even belong in the same field, the Manti Teo year. But it's Notre Dame. So if you don't understand what the, what the reasoning is behind this, I'll explain it to you. Notre Dame has a massive alumni base of really, really wealthy people. That's what Notre Dame is. Notre Dame is a Catholic school that is loaded. They got money. And you know what drives the sports world? Money. That's why, well, Stephen, I don't know why NBC has this deal. NBC has this deal with Notre Dame, and now they get in on the Big Ten action too. And they even get to put our basketball games on Peacock. How great is that? But they have the Notre Dame deal because it's been in place for a thousand years, and it's tradition. And their fans love it, and they watch the absolute hell out of it. That's why they have the deal. Eyeballs on the screen. Notre Dame is is special, man. It is. Like, there's no other way around it. There is something different. Like, Notre Dame is one of those things that embodies. It's one of those schools that embodies what we think about when we think about college sports. And we think about tradition and fight songs. And we think about the rally in the alley. You think about uh, the Notre Dame library, for God's sakes. Uh, the bookstore. Like, that. The, the Notre Dame bookstore is, in itself, just like, wow. You know what I mean? You get on South Bend. South Bend is Kentucky. Like that's what South Bend is. Indiana is a glorified Kentucky. However, not Notre Dame's campus. The buildings, the homes, all the things that surround it. Like Notre Dame's. Notre Dame is different, and I get that. I'm sick of it, but I get it. Like I understand why. And Notre Dame is grandfathered into the fact that, yes, they are still, there are still kids that go on campus visits there. There's a lineage aspect to it as well, you know, where you have multiple generations of people that go to Notre Dame because they believe in lighting a candle in the grotto. You know, my sister's best years of her life were there on that campus. I even got to have some fun on that campus. You know, it's like, okay, great. No, whatever. It was fun. It was college. It was in high school. What did you think I was going to do? But anyways, that's why Notre Dame is the way that it is. So, but Notre Dame, like, where is their seat at this proverbial table? Where is it at? Because I've heard a lot about conference, and I've heard a lot about conference champions, which I love. I love that. But there is no way in hell you're leaving out Notre Dame. They're just not, they're, they're just not going to do it. They're not going to do it. They are not going to miss out on that alumni base and their, and their buying power. They're not going to do that. And as aggravating as that is. And trust me, I get aggravated thinking about it. Like, 
what do you do? So we have, before we get to the, the, the super expanded 14-team playoff, before we even get there, the Big Ten and the SEC, you know, they have made it clear the next contract is going to be more favorable than the current one, where 80% of the money is split evenly among the Power Five leagues. Now there's four power conferences, and the Big Ten and SEC have a combined 34 teams. The, the Big Ten and the SEC have formed that, uh, it's, not even, it's not an alliance. You know, they're, they're, they are each other's consigliere's there, and they're going to get together. They're going to discuss some things. They're going to watch each other's back, and they're going to say, hey, we're big time. You're big time. We're not worried about the rest of the peasantry. That's, I mean, is the big quote, the Big Ten and SEC have made it clear, in case you missed this the first time, the next contract will be more financially favorable than the current one, where 80% of the money is split evenly among the Power Five leagues. What does that sound like to you? The Big Ten and the ACC are getting together. They're going to sit down at the table, and they're looking at everybody else, and they said, hey, look, why are, we, why are we dividing this money up evenly? Look at our teams, look at your teams. That's what they're doing. All right, Big 12, who's your best club? Can your best team shake a stick at Penn State? I don't think so. I don't think so. ACC's got a little weight. ACC's got a really bad television contract, but ACC's got some weight. They've got some power players. They've got Florida State. They've got Miami. They've got Clemson. This is why, to me, Miami is so important to the college football game. They have, they have to get back to where they were at. You can. You know, there's a lot of schools that will come and go. They'll have flash in the pans a couple years here, a couple years there, whatever, disappear for, for the rest of their lives. It doesn't matter. Miami has to get back. That that you is is something that logo means something that is important. Get them back. Like I hope that they have great success. Florida State being thirteen and zero last year was awesome. I love the Seminoles. You could tell what era of college football I grew up in, right? That should be a pretty easy tell. Like give me give me the Seminole riding out on the horse, sticking the spear in the ground. Give me the tomahawk chop. Let me see the tomahawk decals. I want all of it. That's what I want. I want the U back in action, playing their home games at Hard Rock. Like they have to be good. Clemson, that, that's fine. They could be. They could be good too. But I think that when you look at what the the new plan is here, a fourteen team playoff, likely meaning that the highest ranked conference champions end up with a bye. So that would be your top four. So it would work just like the uh, kind of sorta like the. NFL playoff, like I don't know exactly. You'd have your, because here what they they have is they have the, you could only have two get the buy. It would work just like the NFL, right? So your top two would get the buy. The other twelve teams would play each other, right? So that you would end up with six teams. After those twelve teams played each other, they would advance into six. Here come your buy teams. There's eight. Eight turns into four. Four into two. Two turns into a champion. So I, I just have so many questions about what the actual uh, the purposes of this. But if your highest ranked conference champions end up with a bye, that incentivizes the league title games. Uh, the format would play out like a 12 team that is expected to make its debut uh, this year. So you have that. Uh, they, they are trying to make it. And, and what I didn't understand was Tony Petiti. Tony Petiti's big sticking point here is that he wants the games at the end of the year to matter. 
The games at the end of the year always matter. Like, Petiti makes clear that he values the regular season and believes that increasing the automatic qualifier spots could assure that late-season games have higher stakes. Quote, we want fans to think that you know a game in the second week of November, even if you already have two or three losses, still has a lot of value. That's the goal. A three-loss team ain't getting in the playoff. Unless we're totally revamping the scheduling. And if, if that's on the table as well. If they've come up with a way that they want to discuss and try to figure out how to make college football overall a better product, then you can have a three-loss a three team or four-loss team in the playoffs. Outside of that, that's never going to happen. Not when you can still schedule you know, Alcorn State, Fresno State, and Arkansas State. No way. Sorry, Fresno. It's not last year's Big Ten. Like last year's Michigan team went 15-0. and And we hit snooze until the last three weeks of the season where we had Penn State and Maryland and Ohio State. Like it was this total snooze fest. I mean, just blowing people out, just wrecking people, which is cool. Yeah, I'd rather blow somebody out than being a nail-biter every single week. But playing, you know where I stand on this, playing UNLV and ECU and Bowling Green does not do anything for me, followed by Purdue in a night game. That's terrible. We don't want that. We want more like this year's schedule, right? We want more big games. We want big teams out there. Let's go play with the big boys. The hell with it. Like I'd, I'd rather go out there and play and lose to a team like Texas Right, and be one of those teams that's you know ten and one or eleven and one or whatever the case may be going into the end of the season, then be ten and zero and having not played anybody like that was because you didn't know you didn't even know what team you had you had no idea it's like nobody here has played a fourth quarter yet until we got to Penn State we don't even know we're any good nobody plays in the fourth quarter nobody plays in the second half we bench everybody because we're up fifty that's no fun Let's go play a real schedule we'll step aside. Want to get your thoughts on this as well. Back with more X's and Bros after this. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he's a managing shareholder at Dorn Mayhew's Grand Rapids office. Their world headquarters are in Troy, Michigan, on the east side of the state, and they have locations all around the world. They have over 550 motivated accounting professionals, 90 years in business, and I mentioned the 10 offices worldwide. So if you want to connect and partner with one of the top CPA, accounting, and business firms in the world, they're right here in Michigan. Dorn Mayhew's Troy office on the east side of the state, and Josh Garvey is a managing shareholder for their Dorn Mayhew GR office. Right there by the S-curve, you'll see the new Dorn Mayhew sign. You can find out more. Just Google Dorn Mayhew. That's D-O-E-R-E-N-M-A-Y-H-E-W or Dorn.com. They're one of America's and the world's top CPA accounting and business firms. They're Dorn Mayhew. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples and get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. Escape the chills and chase thrills this February with the Winter Escape Giveaway. Every Saturday, play for the chance to win a share of $128,000 in premium play and prizes from 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. Then at 11 p.m., two lucky Access Club members will escape the winter blues with a $10,000 travel voucher. It's the Winter Escape Giveaway, only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagined. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Good morning, everyone. It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. How are you? How are you? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's a good morning. Wake up to a brand new day. Hello. Good morning. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. So great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio and worldwide in the iHeartRadio app. We say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Our Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866-838-4843. That's 866-838-4843. Uh, you can tweet at us at XB Mornings. Tweet at us individually. Ben Glaze is at the Ben Glaze. Ryan Elke is at Ryan L underscore key. I'm Anthony Bellino at AEC Bellino. Facebook us, X's and Bros. You can find us there. You can watch us there as well. Now, too, how about the Illinois fighting Illini going up against Penn State last night? Holy jumping. What a game that was. My goodness. And look, man, you got to stay down. You got to stay down. You got to stay, stay on your feet. Following the three-point shooter. Three clutch free throws made by Penn State. Gives Penn State a one-point winner over number 12, Illinois. That's a huge help now for Michigan State. And that's a massive win. We got a court storm at Penn State. I don't know why we're storming the court against you know beating number 12 in the country. But you know, whatever. It's neither here nor there. But those were some clutch free throws. Clutch free throws made in that ball game. And you gotta, we got to stop following three-point shooters. Like what is you can contest and you gotta do so. You know, odds are that the individual shooting shoots it under forty percent, right? And so you gotta think to yourself, if he shoots ten of these, six of them are gonna miss. At minimum, probably seven, especially under circumstance. So you, you close out, 
You don't touch him. You don't go under and, and violate where he's going to land. You just close out, and you don't foul. But it's great news for Michigan State when it comes down to the Big Ten tournament chase and trying to, you know, trying you know, for seeding purposes there for Michigan State. That's huge. That is huge. So good for them. Uh, excited. Uh, that was a that was a really really fun game in Illinois. Blew a, blew a massive opportunity. We'll get a ton of action uh, this weekend. Man, it's going to be an exciting weekend in the sports world. We'll get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines. Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's check the headlines. No, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and national news. This is huge news. Hey, folks, did you know we're just two days away from the first spring training game for the Detroit Tigers? That's right. The Tigers and the Yankees. double sneeze there sorry about that uh two days away that's right saturday one o'clock the tigers will take on uh the new york yankees spring training game number one so that is exciting tonight we have a triple header beginning at seven o'clock the pistons will take on the pacers in indiana tyrese halliburton game seven o'clock at over at little caesars arena that is where i will be tonight working the uh, red wings and avalanche game 7 p.m puck drop there Got to do some radio from there in between. It is the next 48 hours, man. We got to, uh, we got to survive. We got, that's, that's, that's what it all comes down to. It all comes down to survival. The next 48 hours. It's going to be, it's a tall task. You just, you one task at a time. Uh, we're going radio uh, this morning and then uh, tonight going up to LCA, doing some radio from there prior to the game, doing the Red Wings game, coming back home. Uh, knocking on my Pistons report, wake up in the morning, uh, live from the Toledo Golf Show uh, tomorrow morning for this program, leaving there, driving to Southfield uh, for a radiothon, leaving there, driving to Ann Arbor to do radio tomorrow night, then back down to Toledo Saturday for basketball, and then back to Ann Arbor Sunday uh, for more basketball. This is not a this is not a favorable this is not a favorable four day stretch. This is not uh this is this is like the sum of all fears. But you know, just go one one task at a time, right? Can't worry about anything later. Be where your feet are, do the best job where you're at with what you got, and then you you, you survive in advance. And then after the wings game tonight, we'll have Michigan and Northwestern at nine o'clock on FS one. Obviously the big news yesterday. Uh, that took place that we found out at the end of the show. Olivier Kamwa is going to have surgery on his wrist, so he is done. Uh, and you know, I think that if you want to, uh, you know, if you really want to call it what it is, uh, this that I, I've seen a lot of things, I've read a lot of things. Uh, there, there's going to be some changes. There's just no, there's no other way really around it. There's going to be some changes for that program moving forward. Justin Fields said he wants to stay with the Bears, but quote, "It's a business." He joined Equinemius and Amon Ra in the St. Brown Brothers podcast, and he said, "Why do people take me- social media so seriously? I still mess with the Bears, this and that. I'm trying to take a little break. I unfold the Bears and the NFL. I'm not trying to have football on my timeline. So, if you're really just trying to take a break from social media, why wouldn't you just deactivate your account?" Like, this is always the first step. Like, the first step is always a player is unhappy, so they unfollow the team's social media accounts. Because that's where we're at in life. You know, hey, look, the Bears own the number one overall pick. Are they going to go with Caleb Williams? 
You know, are they gonna are they gonna try to move Justin Fields? I mean, I saw yesterday Mike Greenberg clamoring for Justin Fields for Pittsburgh. Would Pittsburgh make a deal there? You know, uh, people right now they're talking about the Atlanta Falcons, who literally just drafted a quarterback, drafting JJ McCarthy in the top ten. Could you could you imagine? Oh my goodness! Antonio Pierce said that the Raiders have the Mahomes rules when they take on the Kansas City Chiefs. Now I like this a lot because he was showing the team old video of the bad boys and the Jordan rules, and he said that uh, quote We have to hate the color red. That's what it is. It was Christmas Day. The Raiders won. Uh, they beat the hell out of Mahomes. They sacked him four times. They had ten quarterback hits. They had two defensive touchdowns, including a pick six. The four sacks tied for the second most of Mahomes in a game in his career. After that game, the Chiefs went on to win six straight, including four playoff games. And then, of course, the uh, the Super Bowl victory over San Francisco, in which Andy Reid sent a text message to Antonio Pierce. First off, telling him about how great the facility was in Las Vegas. And secondly, was about thank you. Uh, thank you, because the when you start to get complacent, the margin for error is razor thin, and we appreciate that. Which I you know that's weird in itself, but uh, I like it. I think I think that the Mahomes rules are the quarterback rules. Like that that is how I know in this this day and age, it's like oh well, player safety. You got to get after the quarterback. You have to hit him, and you have to hit him early. You have to hit him often, and he has to be thinking about that the entire game. And you got to hit him. None of this like I don't. I'm not worried about body weight. I'm not worried about driving people into the ground. I don't care if you take a flag. Like you have to hit the quarterback. It's it just it's a mandatory part of the game. You have to. So I'd much rather get a flag for landing on the quarterback with all my body weight than a pass interference. I can tell you that much. Uh, LeBron James will be sitting out against the uh, Golden State Warriors to rest his sore left ankle downgraded for out for tonight's game. James said at uh, Sunday's All Star game he would use the break to get additional treatment. This is what I'm talking about. That's that's what I'm talking about. Congratulations to the to the Maple Leafs, Austin Matthews. Goals number fifty and fifty one in fifty four games. This dude has been insane. His fifty fourth game of the season, and he's got both of those goals. And by scoring his fiftieth goal of the season last night, he became the fastest NHL player to reach that mark in twenty eight years. As we talked about in hour number one, the college football playoff committee is thinking about expanding to a from a twelve to a fourteen team playoff in twenty twenty six. So we've got a little breathing room there. Uh, Eric Hosmer, the former All Star uh, from the Kansas City Royals, helped lead them to a twenty fifteen World Series World Series title. Announced his retirement yesterday, and. Charlie Woods, the son of Tiger Woods, who is 15 years old, is going to play in a pre-qualifier coming up this morning. That's right. This morning, he's going to tee off at about 7.39 at Lost Lake in Hope Sound, which is an awesome course, and good luck to him. Plus, Augusta National has lengthened the par 5 uh, second hole for the 88th Masters. Yeah, they're making it even longer. The hole now plays 585 yard. Uh, it was ranked the easiest hole last year. It has been ranked the second easiest hole behind the par 5 13th. So they're backing it up this time by 10 yards. We'll step aside. More X's and bros here on the Michigan Sports Network. 
over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC equal housing lender. The Freddy the Pizza Man Foundation is dedicated to providing support to families and Michigan schools touched by autism. We invite you to join us in supporting these families and schools by making a donation at freddythepizzaman.com. With your donation, you can help provide essential resources that can make a real impact. Visit freddythepizzaman.com to make a donation and to learn more about the foundation's mission. That's F-R-E-D-I, thepizzaman.com. Together, we can make a difference. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. This is X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports and Network. Great to have you riding along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio. I got a comment here. He still needs to talk to the girls in his DMs. That's why Justin Fields won't uh, deactivate his social media account. Okay, it is the offseason. Glad to have some fun, young fella. Matt from Pawpaw, I would like to see only one non-conference game in football. And that one game is another Power 5 school finish with a similar record. From the previous year, uh, I have long said that with when the with the group of five and the power five, uh, when they were all twelve team conferences, my scheduling model had seven conference games and then five non conference games, and we, that might seem like a lot, but you were going to play each of the other four uh, conferences at your level. So if you were a power five team out of the Big Ten and you finished second place, you would have played second place in the ACC, SEC, Big Twelve, and Pac twelve, and then you would have played second place in your regional mid-major affiliate, which would have been you know your group of five affiliate there, which would have been on you know, the Mac for the Big Ten. Um, you know, that's that's how and then seven conference games. That was with 12 team conferences. Obviously, that is all gone gone out the window. But I thought that that was a really, really good way to go about it. So we had for sure mandate. We would just rotate, just rotate the schedule. You know, this year, the Big Ten plays the ACC on the road and the SEC at home, the Big 12 on the road and the Pac-12 at home. You know, that way we could get a, uh, you know, and I would have done the same thing for the group of five. So the group of five is going to play uh, four non-conference games against, you know, if you're a MAC team, you'd play uh, the Sun Belt Conference USA, the American, the Mountain West. Seemed like a really good way to do it. Plus, you'd have your game against the big boy upstairs, you know, and uh, I would have went that way with it. That way we had, you know, really set, confirmed scheduling. We knew who everybody was going to be playing, and uh, it's a lot more fun than, you know, hey, we got a brand new game on the on the schedule. In 2051, 
Michigan Wolverines are going to host Oklahoma State. Like, that's ridiculous. Why do, Why we ever did that, I have no idea. Why there wasn't set scheduling, I have no idea. And it's because of the old model, right? The old model, you had to have the buy games. You were working with specific teams. Hey, we'll pay you a million dollars to come up here and get smoked. Um, and, and the other schools needed it. And that's what's happening in hoops right now uh, as well. In, in hoops, we talked about this with Dave Briggs a couple days ago. Like, look, the basketball teams are just taking the buy games. We got five high major opponents, right? Five of the power five conferences. We're going on the road at Alabama, on the road at Florida, on the road at Duke, right? And you're not even like, you know, what the, the money's nice. The money is nice. Um, and eventually, you just got to win one of those games, though. Like, that, that's what it takes. Like, eventually, you know, we're going to need a, a MAC team that's going to go in there and just upset City. It's going to be like an Ohio versus Virginia, um, you know, upset in the in the in the tournament. Like the Cinderella story has got to happen. It's got to happen. So, Matt from Pawpaw, with this new scheduling model, these expanded conferences, uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I almost like the idea of you know, let's try to get every conference, you know, in the same amount of teams. And by every conference, I mean the Big Ten and the SEC, because that's the way it's leaning. But maybe we try to get them all with the same amount of teams. Then maybe we can uh, maybe take those conferences and divide them up into divisions. <gasps> Imagine that. And then if you won your division, maybe you'd be able to get into the playoff. We could call it the system. We don't need a five plus seven or six plus six. We don't need any of that. All we need is to call it the playoffs. And then... If we have any questions about how to operate it, we just look to the NFL and click their link and then swipe up for more. That's what we do. But uh, I'm cool with that. Uh, if Matt from Pawpaw, I'm down. Like, yeah, would I, would I do things a little bit differently? Probably because I like the idea of getting some of these bigger national games, Michigan versus Texas, Michigan versus uh, Alabama, you know, Ohio State versus Georgia. Like, line them up there. Let's go. Up, let's go play. Let's go play. I'm tired of believing and tired of seeing like, oh, God, we can't play them in the non-conference because what if we lose? What if you win? Go schedule the game. If you're worried about losing, you probably play, pick the wrong sport. Plain and simple. All right, an article came out in M Live uh, yesterday uh, or two days ago that I, I really liked, and it was about how the Detroit Tigers management team scott harris went around and basically pulled the players from what i pulled from this article goes around pulls the players says what do we need right talking to everybody individually what what do we need how how do we get better how can we improve what is going to be the best possible scenario for all of us and chris illich addressed the team on tuesday and the players really liked what they heard. Uh, he's giving us the resources that we need to be comfortable, recover better, really just things we need to win, said Riley Green. They're small details, but they mean everything. And when you look at what they're trying to do around the park, you've got the, the bigger uh, video board that is going in. Uh, you have uh, brand new showers. You've got new cardio equipment. You've got some new things in the weight room. Uh, you've got all of these uh, little things, e- even down to the shower heads. Even down to the shower heads. 
uh, being adjusted and and redoing some of the bathrooms, the little things, the team playing. Everybody's excited about the new team playing that they're going to have. And it looks like in you know Torque and Green had both talked about how you know they're they're trying to make this not only great for the players that are here today, but they want to make and you know Scott Harris kind of fueling this thing, going, look, I talked to the players. This is what they're talking about. This is what they're looking at. What can we do? In Chris Illich, you know, get out the checkbook, call the contractors. Let's get to work. And I think that that is a very important step because if you are and and people that said like he doesn't care, you know, I get that you know folks want to make fun of the district Detroit and whatever the parking lots and everything else. Like I get it, I'm one of the same people. But it's a very large investment, right? Because when you when you go ahead and you go after a new team plane, that's expensive, really expensive. Jet fuel is expensive, right? You know who pays for that? The organization. The organization pays for that. I'm not getting into the labor dispute here. I don't need all the work. Don't need any of that. I'm just telling you, it costs a lot of money, a lot of money to run a program. And for Chris Illich to heed the word from Scott Harris, put together this presentation, himself be down at spring training and present it to the players, this is what we're doing. I think that's great. I think that's a step in the right direction and mentioning not only making it great for the players that are there today, but what about the free agents to come making Detroit, getting back, you know, Detroit back to its winning ways. We have stunk for long enough. It has been far too long since we have been competitive in that sport, at least nine years. And for the success that the Red Wings are having right now, that should be a really good indicator that this town, and I think the Lions too. I think the Lions too. I think that if anybody needed a reminder, it's that if you if you felt like your fan base was apathetic, that's because you weren't doing a good enough job. That's why they stopped caring. That's why they stopped going. And for the Tigers that had kind of been in the doldrums for so long, to have the celebration, one, for opening day, but two, for Miggy's last day, that should have been a jump start for everybody. Like, okay, we see what's at stake here. We understand that if we can build a winner, we can get back. I know it feels like forever ago, but we can get back to where we were at in 2006. We can get back to where we were at 2012, 13, 14. We can do that. We got the people in place. We feel like we got our manager. We feel like we got a really good young core. Some of the draft picks are coming along. Things are looking good. So why wouldn't we, right? Why wouldn't we take a run and make sure that our players have exactly what they need to be at their best? And the little things, you know, it could be the new sofa in the clubhouse. Who knows? It's where people spend a, a majority of their time. And in the article, I thought it was a really good comparison. Like, yeah, if you lived in your house for 20 years, sometimes redoing the bathroom is kind of nice. Don't need a whole new house. Redo the bathroom. Things can look a little different. And I thought that was a great, uh, that was a great touch uh, to that piece because that's exactly what it is. Like, hey, we're not leaving Comerica Park anytime soon. So let's let's renovate it to the best of our abilities and let's get some things up and running. But let's take care of the players first. Because when the players perform, people show up. We'll step aside. The coach, Kyle Barlow, he'll join us next year, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. 
The 51-year sportsman's tradition continues. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Four football fields of outdoor equipment, boats, and activities. Buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig them right. Meet the lodge operators and guides from Michigan to Africa. Hunting and fishing gear, seminars with guides and pros. Great deals on fishing boats and pontoons. And the lumberjacks are back. Free crossover admission to the Cottage and Lakefront Living Show. It's Outdoor Rema at the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend. And you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. There's a new player in town. Hi, I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro Wide Receiver, and I'm talking about Eagle Casino and Sport, the real money mobile casino. It's so easy to play. You can go from wager to winner to wallet, just like that. Sign up now and we'll match your deposit up to $1,500. Or you can get a risk-free bet up to $1,000. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan. Made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Coming up later today at 3 on the Huge Show in the Michigan Sports Network, I'll deliver huge opinions on everything you're talking about. You're listening to Michigan Statewide Morning Show, X's and Bros, right here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. I got Austin. Austin's all excited about Tigers baseball. He just sent me this uh, torque home run total over under at 27 and a half for the season. I, I mean, I would as long as we make it out of the, make it out of their spring training relatively healthy, uh, I think this team's got a legitimate legitimate chance of being being successful and being good so uh efforting right now mr barlow the coach to hop on see what the hell is going on with this concordia i what's going on with concordia by the way did you guys hear the story about concordia so the school in wisconsin is thinking about closing the school in ann arbor what there's a concordia university wisconsin I don't know. I don't. I, it's just somebody had brought this up at the Michigan game the other night. Like, did you hear what's going on in Concordia? And I'm like, no. What? What's happening there? And sure enough, there's uh, somebody gotten some financial hot water there, and it's been uh, it's been a little bit of a process and a problem uh, ever since. So there we uh, there we have it. Let me shoot. Uh, let me shoot Coach Barlow a quick text message, and uh, I'll send him the old eyeball emojis. That's what I'll do. That always gets everybody going. Uh, but he said he was listening to uh, yesterday's show, listening to the podcast, which if you miss anything, you can listen back to Google, Apple, Spotify, and the iHeartRadio app. Uh, he said that he was uh, listening back because he wanted to uh, wanted to hear about my solution for NIL and the transfer portal. The one thing I did come up with is that quarter million is probably a little high. But what we could do is come up with a fair amount of 80% of the NIL money would be the buyout. So if you want to go, there's your buyout. And then it was brought up to me last night. That okay, but you know you can't have your like. What if the player can't pay it? Well, then the school then then wherever they're going, they have to afford the buyout, right? 
I mean, that's the that's the simplest way to make it work. I said outside, you know, because players want to spend their money. Everybody wants to spend their money. People want to, you know, they want to spend their money faster than they can get it. And so let's welcome in the Concordia alum. The, he did his GA years on the John B. line at the University of Michigan. Now he patrols the sidelines for the Ohio University Bobcats in a race for max seating right now. The coach, Kyle Barlow. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Barlow 4. Coach Barlow, good morning to you. Happy Thirsty Thursday. What's going on over there? How are you? How are the kids? Great. Hey, it's a great morning. Great morning. Talking about spending money. You know, Bellino, every... Every time we open up this show, uh, or you open up, you introduce me, you say proud Concordia alum, right? Yep. And I'm a very, very proud Concordia alum, and there's a lot of stuff going on with that school right now. And I I would be, you know, I I need to talk about it. So I I appreciate you and giving a platform. I love love the the floor, the mic right now, because there's a lot of um, people, and including – uh, people who are trying to shut it down and trying to sell it and um, make it make it just a, a riverfront property up there on Getty's Road. So, you know, there, Concordia needs help, and it's a special place. It's a place where I would I wouldn't be who I am without Concordia right now. And it's more than just uh, a money maker. You know, so many things in this day and age. You know, hospitals, schools. You know, everywhere it's about the bottom line, right? And Concordia has always been more than that. And it, it gets it's it's a place where you grow not only as a, a student, you know, with your programs, but you grow as a Christian, you grow as a husband, father. You know, a lot of people meet their uh, wives or significant others there, you know, and it's and it's and it's it's a place that goes beyond the bottom line. And there's, you know, these forces that are treated like it's Wall Street. Like, at what point did it become Wall Street where everything's about, hey, we're going to buy something? just to sell it off. Like, this ain't Blue Star Airlines, Bolino. You ain't Gordon Gecko with a slightly less expensive suit. Come on, man. And maybe a cooler cell phone. Remember how big a cell phone was in Wall Street? Yes. It was, it was crazy. <laughs> so there, there's just a lot of things. And, um, you know, I got a lot of – my best friend is still working there. My sister's a hockey coach there. So it's a very transitional time. So I want everybody – you know, this, this, this radio station goes out to a lot of um, uh, affiliates in Michigan, all over, and then obviously you can hear it, <clears throat> like you said, whoever, how you may be listening, your your line that I love, but you know, support Concordia, whether that's financially, whether that's um, spiritually, whether that's whatever, support Concordia, and we'll get the links and how to do it. Um, but would love to save that special place, man. My question is, what in the world? Um... Like what? What is the what does Wisconsin have to do with this? So the, uh, about ten years ago, there was a merger. Um, Ann Arbor was in a bad spot. That's actually what I worked there, and um, they weren't they weren't cash flow positive, and they were in debt. And Wisconsin was going to open up another one. There's about ten Concordias around the U.S. Um, they were going to open another one in Florida, but they said, "Hey." Ann Arbor is beautiful right there. It's a special place and a special city. You know, let's merge with them instead of taking on a new project. And in the past 10 years, I think nine out of 10, um, they've been uh, in the black and one bad year. And then a new president took over at Concordia, Wisconsin, and had one consultant come in and say that things are dire. So he's looking to maybe sell it, which is like, 
hold on. If you believe one person, if you believe everything one person says, I think you're you're being ignorant. I don't believe everything one person says. If you believe everything Bush says, or I mean uh, uh, Trump, if you believe everything Biden says, you're an idiot. If you believe everything Anthony Bellino says, you're an idiot. Sorry. But so so uh, a consultant came in. It's almost like a new regime, and I don't think they get the value of what they have there. And you know, we're not supposed to talk bad about them. We're supposed to be Christian brothers and sisters, and go about this in a, in a certain way, and you know, not put the board at fault, not put the new president, not not the new CFO, who I heard, mm, you know, there's some questions there too. So you know, we're not supposed to do that. But the facts are the facts. The former president was actually on a podcast who. You know, saw the merger through, was president of both universities. And, you know, he, he proposed there, there are ways out. There are solutions to this problem. And, you know, just like in Die Hard, he's like, if you're not part of the solution, you're part of the bleeping problem, right? So be part of the solution. Okay, did I, did I just hear that right? If you believe everything that I say, that you are an idiot? Is that was that what I that what I just <laughs> my feelings? Is that what I just is that what I just heard? You know, hey, look, uh, hey, hey, as a professor of the truth <laughs> on this program and the most fair and honest radio host in the country, I am insulted with a little bit of pepper too, a little salt <laughs> I, and pepper there. I, I no, but it's guys, honestly that that's the line I tell our guys all the time because you know in college it's a very transformational type of time and they're like well my professor said this about blah 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 so this has got to be fact you know or online I read this I said man if you believe everything one person says you're an idiot you know I am shocked at the amount of people that will not listen to something that somebody has to say because they are quote they're an idiot or they are too one sided on this. Like, I listen to both sides on just about every argument. Like, I want to hear what people have to say. I, I think that's kind of the smart way to go about it. And then I'll try to, you know, find my own conclusion uh, somewhere in the middle, right? Isn't that what they tell you to do? Listen to a little bit of that, listen to a little bit of that, and come to your own conclusion? I think it's what you need to do. And, and, and especially, like, you know, thinking about, like, the pandemic or even any sports issues, like like your your solution with NIL, which I would love to talk about if we have time. I know we're uh, – I was a little long-winded on that. But, you know, even that, it's like, yes, there are complications to – you know, it's never just that easy, right? And it's like until you understand both sides, you're not going to get it. And going back to the Concordia thing, you know, I sound very one-sided as an Ann Arbor person. You know, I haven't brought up the Concordia, Wisconsin side, but there's been a lack of transparency about that. And, and you know, people are asking, people in high positions are asking for trust. It's like, well, you can't have trust without transparency. Right? Mm. So I want to mm. hear that side. And, 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 every, and everything's premature, right? Oh, well, you know, that might be premature, blah, 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 blah. Well, kids, I mean, you know what? You know what else is premature is sending, oh, a, sending an email on Valentine's Day. Yeah, I'm not going there. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Right, right, right. I'm not going there. But sending an email on Valentine's Day with no other discussions, that might have been a little premature, too. Wow, that's a uh, that that's a lot. Look, look, you know, um, I think that in you're not eating up time. It's an important issue, right? There's people that are listening right now that have been in Concordia, gone to a camp there. Uh, maybe they have. Uh, maybe they went to school there, right? And you know, this is this is this is your segment. You get to say you can talk about uh, whatever you want to talk about. So I'm I'm all I'm all for it, whether it's premature or not. Like we're we're here for you, man. Um, so uh, let's let's dive into that nil uh, deal and, and the way that I 
had thought about it a little bit last night because uh, it was brought to my attention, like, well, what happens if the player can't pay? So basically with the NIL money, uh, my idea is that, you know, whatever the player is going to make on this pay for play disguise as name, image and likeness, but call it what it is, pay for play, whatever they are going to bring in for that, uh, their buyout would be 80% of that money. And it, somebody said, what if they can't, what if they can't pay for that? Well, somebody's got to. So if they can't, if, if they can't afford the buyout, then the school that is looking that they're looking to transfer to has to make that purchase. They have to, they have to reach that agreement just as if, you know, Chris Holtman, Chris Holtman got fired. The university knows what's at stake. His buyout, 12.7 million. Uh, Kayla DeBoer leaves Washington, takes a promotion, goes to Alabama. That's awesome. Money's exchanging hands. That is not a free pass. And that's where I think that we could kind of simmer down a lot because I look at a guy like Mike Sainer still, for example, a guy that was, you know, a wide receiver when he got to campus, Coaching staff told him, convert to DB, trust us on this. He could have walked right then, and he could have went and been, you know, he could have went to the MAC and been a great receiver, done, done whatever he wanted to do. But a lot of times at 18 or 19 years old, you don't know what's best for you. And a lot of times at 18 and 19 years old, the people around you don't know what's best for you. In fact, they might be giving you bad information. Look at Mikey. He likes it. He's now going to be a top 50 pick in the NFL draft. Probably could potentially even be a first round pick at DB. So let's litigate this a little bit because I really do like it. And, you know, and I say litigate, you can be Anthony Bellino, associate at Wallace and Wallace Law Firm, circa 2004, right? The law firm, Ben, ben and Rasheed. Like, That's you, right. You that. I'll be Barlow and associate down here, just a mom pa shop in Athens, Ohio. But so I, I think, um, I think this is actually, I wouldn't be shocked if this is actually going on already. And you look at guys like uh, Nigel Pack, who went down to Miami, Florida, two years, 800,000, right? Out of Kansas State after Bruce Weber got fired. I would be shocked if a businessman, like, I forget his name down in Miami, but he has Life Wallet. Um, you know, he, he got the Cavender Twins, you know, big, big, uh, big, big Miami donor. But I would be shocked if he didn't have an out written into that contract because it was so specific, right? That was one of the most specific NIL deals that we heard of, which, like I said, we need to stop using NIL. That was the most specific pay for play deals that we heard because there's no way that you are getting $800,000 worth of revenue um, or marketing or whatever. So it's not name, image, and likeness, right? You're not, he's not doing that for that company. It's pay-for-play. So I'd be shocked if there wasn't some out in that. But what, what you're talking about, and we go back to transparency again, right? Yes. Like we need transparency in these contracts so that we know not only, like, we, we've had it done to us, and we're not even that big of a, um, obviously a big, that big of a player. We didn't make your power 50 uh, that you were talking about yesterday, which I'm not offended about, Ohio University, that is. But, like, we've had it done to us where, like, hey, coach, like, such and such team has given me such and such money. And it's like, we're not allowed to have those conversations. <clears throat> so we've heard that they're having those conversations, but they're like, they're, they're trying to up the number or their agent or their coach or their whoever is trying to up the number. And it's like, we need transparency with this. Like, because it's like, I had NBA people come to us uh, this summer and be like, man, what you're going through is crazy. At least we have a salary cap. Like we don't have a salary cap. We don't have no idea what the market value is because it's not market value. It's not NIL. So when we're litigating this, when we're, we're talking about these buyouts, I think the biggest thing is transparency with the contract, uh, transparency with an actual value. And then with your model, I had one question. Yes. Are, are you talking about still this, this collective and these uh, random donors for this, um, 
for, for, for where the money's coming from, I guess. Uh, are you it, talking about the no. revenue sharing? Because I know you mentioned until we get revenue sharing. Yeah, until we get revenue sharing, yes, it would come out of the collective. Because what, what the, the guy that I want to bring up is going gonna, is gonna to hit close to home to you, right? And, yep. and that's uh, because this is maybe the best way to go because you can kind of see where this gets a little sticky, right? So if Olivier Kamwav, you know, RIP to his season, if this young fella, you know, he's now going to have wrist surgery, he transferred in from Tennessee, he's a graduate transfer, right? So things are a little bit different, like he's doing things kind of like the old school way. But let's take a kid like, you know, Sears, for example, leading Alabama, Mark Sears is, with 20 points a game. He's been dynamite, Alabama. They win in overtime last night by five against Florida. Sensational game. But he's a guy who started his career at Ohio University. So if Sears says, and I don't know this, and I'm not asking you this number, but if Sears says, Alabama's going to offer me $100,000, I want to go play at Alabama. Well, that's great. Whatever his you know pay-for-play deal would have been at Ohio, he would have been responsible or Alabama would have been responsible for 80% of that buyout, which then gives money back to the school that is losing their player, gets that money back into that collective so they can go get the next piece. Like, I feel like it's the most economical sort of system that we could put into place to sort of balance things out until we do have our revenue sharing and we grow up and act like adults. Yeah, so so I hear you. So it's like the contract. If somebody was under contract, like in your hypothetical, if Mark was under contract for the next year and there was a certain number that we had and he didn't go fulfill that year in a contract, he would owe 80% of that back. Is that what you're saying? Yes, and and in that contract, whatever his, you know, if it's a, when a guy comes to campus, you know, if, he's, if he signs for a three- to four-year deal, whatever the, the case may be, for X amount of dollars per year, if he wants to leave, he's responsible for that 80%. Or the school, yeah. the school that is trying to lure him in, because I think that kind of that might that might stop the poachers a little bit, right? The poachers yeah, keep yeah. poaching until they start getting hunted. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, yeah, the the, the poachers uh, keep poaching until they get hunted. But I, I think it'll I think it'll help a little. I don't think it'll completely stop it. And right now, what you have is one, you have collectives and um, the synthetic NILs who are stiffing the kids. Like there's been a couple of examples last year uh, and a few examples that we just heard in the coaching community rumble around this year that kids like get X amount of dollars because they thought they were the high impact transfer and then they don't have as good of a season. And it's just like playing it overseas or Europe. Sometimes that uh, that check doesn't show up or it doesn't hit, doesn't hit the count. Right. And then they're like, well, look, like, we never like set a contract. Like, again, so it's protecting both sides in your solution, which makes it even that much better of a solution, I guess, because that happens. And don't don't be like nobody should be surprised that that happens. Yeah. Hey, look, hey, we got a hundred grand for you to come down here and play old shooty hoops at Molino State University. And you were dominating there in, in uh, Conference USA, giving us a double double. And you got down here, young fella, and you did not produce. And that check did not produce either. So you're either going to get yep. your rear end out of the court and put up some numbers and get us some wins, or that check is going to find itself lost somewhere and voided out in the mail and end up in a shredder. Hey, can, real quick, can we yeah. can we can we uh, shout out the chips, man? Fire up chips. How, how about them? I know this. Uh, I know we got a lot of listeners, a lot of alum. For wow, are you allowed to say that? What, great, I mean, man. talk about uh, talk about fair and unbiased here. This guy is coaching against a team <laughs> in his league and giving them credit. Some people just get it, folks. This guy right here, Bing uh, bong. he gets it. You want to say fire up chips? Go ahead. You could say it. 
Yeah, man, they're they're sitting down. They are guarding. They're in a stance. You know, it's like it's like it's like what Michigan State used to be. See, I had to get a shot. I I I just can't help it. But they're sitting down. They're guarding. They're beating teams. They beat Toledo at their place. Um, they've beaten Bowling Green twice now. Who was uh, within in, in their standings? You know, they did lose to Ohio. You know, I just had to throw that in there. But <laughs> that's it. Ryan just it. said. Ryan just typed that in on the sheet just now. He gets it because he's responsible for one of their few losses in conference play. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep it fair. Like we got to call a spade a spade, don't we? But yeah. man, no, I'm, be, I'm being dead. I'm being dead serious. Some really good basketball being played up there. Uh, a lot of reason for excitement. I know Ryan and all the Central Michigan alums and fans out there were thrilled with that uh, 20 point victory against Western Michigan and throwing toilet paper all over the floor. <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but they did it and it was crazy. He's the coach, Kyle Marlowe. Find him on Twitter, Kyle Marlowe. Four. Donate to Concordia and Ohio University. We're back with more after this. X is Bros Michigan Sports Network. Huge here for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can stay up to date on the latest from Lansing 24-7 at MHSAA.com. At MHSAA on Twitter and MHSAA on Facebook. The latest news, press releases, and stories connected to every high school in the state of Michigan available for you 24-7 from the Michigan High School Athletic Association. Log on to MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. And if you're looking for archive, boys and girls, high school sports, MHSAA.com. TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7, everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Leonard Skinner, ZZ Top, Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino, the Sharp Dressed Simple Man Tour. Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Tickets start at $38 and are on sale now at the box office at etix.com. Soaring Eagle Summer Outdoor Concert Series, Leonard Skinner and ZZ Top. Friday, August 9th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now, they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerkPerks.com, member FDIC. 
It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and Northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. One to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here. A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera. He's got two goals. Marvin Inogel scores. His first career hat trick in his seventh season for Dylan Larkin. Here's your host, Anthony Bellino. <laughs> Rise and shine, folks. Welcome back here, X's and Bros, on this thirsty Thursday morning, the 22nd day of February 2024. Welcome you here to the Michigan Sports Network. Text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21,000. Call us on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, 866 838 4843. 866 838 4843. Charlie Woods, the 15 year old son of Tiger Woods, underway right now, trying to qualify for a Monday qualifier. They could perhaps get him into next week's PGA event at the uh, Cognizant Open, whatever that is. Uh, Freddie is on the Meyer Supercenter guest line, wants to talk NFL draft. Good morning, Freddie. One day you're going to have a Charlie Bellino. He's going to be 15 years old, golfing at Tory Woods and the Masters and winning every tournament. Just imagine. I can't wait. I can't even imagine. The, 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 the real question for me is, if you're Charlie, do you try to go pro or do you want to go to college? Because you're already financially set. Like, do you want to go to college and live the college life? Or do you just understand that your life is different than the average kid and you just go play professional golf? <laughs> it's, a, it's an interesting quandary to be in because how do you make friends? You know, you try to make friends on, on the tour or wherever you're playing at because those are you know probably people in the same you know, like-minded, um, you know, socioeconomic status. But, I mean, you can't, like, if you go to campus, you're never going to live a normal life because you're Charlie Woods. Well, his dad went to college, and if he's anything like his dad, he'll make friends. So. I mean, does his dad have a lot of friends, though? <laughs> I'm not talking about women, Freddie. Like, and that's the other thing. If you're Charlie Woods, you got to, like, the dating process is really hard because you know you know at the end of the day probably 98% of those women are after the pot of gold they're looking for their their MRS degree they want to sit back relax and spend money that's tough well, you, you that, then you have the prenups ready or you find that 2% and that's all you do you wait till you find that 2% that's it it's like me i waited i didn't get married till i was 38 and my kids in my 40s and uh my wife's still a pain in you know what. That's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love her. Um, so, <clears throat> anyways, I called, um, you know, before I get to that, I, I got a surprise pick for you for I, I, who I think should be the second quarterback taken in the draft. But, um, you know, I don't fully understand your your. And I, 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 NIL deal, say that 10 times fast. Right. Um, but here's my, here's my thing is, and I, I, I mean, I, I, 
I hear what you say, Sarah said, and I, and I, I kind of agree with it. But, I, you know, I think these kids, that they, they get, the ones that get the money, I think they should have to keep it in a fund, say an IRA or a Roth. Okay, I'm just throwing it out because everybody knows what a, a Roth is or IRA. Okay. Keep it in there. You're, you're, you're year, three, four years you're in college. You're allowed to pull $800 a month out of it to live so you can learn how to budget because that's, as Lomas was saying yesterday, you have to learn, right? You have to learn as you go as a young, as a young adult. Yes. And, um, and uh, let it collect interest. And then when you, when you, if you finish at that school, you get, you get your money. And if you don't finish at that school and you leave, you got, you got to give half of it back. You know, something like that. So it makes them think, it makes them learn, number one, how to budget money. Two, it makes them, be, uh, it makes them patient because they have to wait for that money and they have to stick it out. And if they don't want to stick it out, you lose half of that money. And where that half goes it has to be determined prior. Does it stay with the school? Does it, you know, should the school get 10% of that money when they're all said and done? Let's say they stay four years. Shouldn't that school get five, ten percent of that money given the school gave them a platform? You know, national TV, this and that. Got to think of it that way, too. It ain't always about the, the student. The school does a lot for these kids as well, too, that people always forget about. Meals, scholarship, you know. So, I don't know. No, I mean, yeah, that's... Kind of a, that's the one part about this that nobody ever discusses, right? And I don't know, and I, I mentioned this a little bit with Kirk Herbstreet, uh, talking about how grateful he was just to be, like, he, he thought it was awesome just that he was in the video game. And that, that attitude of, like, oh, man, I can't believe I have this opportunity turned into what do I get? And it's been lost in this generation, and it's about as bad as it's going to get. Uh, I don't think it can get any worse because you have high school kids that have never done anything at the college level walking in talking about, I need a hundred thousand. Maryland's coach was talking about their third string running back walking in saying, I need a hundred grand. He's like, where does this number come from? Your third string or the kids get into the portal, like yeah. enter the portal then I don't like, see ya, you know? And I just, um, and uh, it's a lot of it's bad advice too. A lot of it is, you know, the, the people that are around, uh, these kids that they're like, oh, you got to go get this money. This guy's getting this. Well, you know, you're not, you don't even see the field. Like you, the only field you see is the practice field. Like you're not an impact player. What do you need a hundred grand for? You're not worth that. That's the harsh reality of it. You're barely worth the sweatsuit and the free education. What I don't, what I don't understand is with the people that say these players should get paid. The schools are using them. You know, these kids that are making a million dollars plus. <clears throat> And get a free scholarship, free meals, free you know, free pub, being on national TV that most kids never ever get, and they can walk away anytime they want. I, I think it's, I think you're wrong when you just say, and not you. I'm not talking about you. Mm-hmm. I think you're wrong when you say these kids just deserve to get paid. You know, I have a theory, and here's the way I've ran my business, the way I've always ran my life. If I'm going to do business with you, it has to benefit you and me. If it doesn't benefit both of us, I won't do it. That's the type of businessman I am. Mm-hmm. And I just think more people, too many people don't think that way. It's always about them, them, them. Uh, and it doesn't work that way. The school is giving you a platform for, for, for again, scholarship, food. I mean, these kids that are in the top five programs are on national TV all the time. And there's other kids that, that they've never seen. And 
look look at it, Brock Purdy, right? He went to Iowa State. Is he ever on national TV? No. Okay. Uh, so times. he 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 huh? A couple times. Iowa State gets uh, some games. Yeah, 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 yeah. A couple times versus the you know. I just brought up Brock Purdy because he was Mr. Irrelevant, and you know maybe if he played for a you know a Florida State or a Michigan, maybe he would have been drafted higher. So that's that's something that you're given, and I just think people. I just think if you do business, it has to work for both parties. That's who I am, and that's the way I'll always be. And I, that's just me. Now on the drafts, I'm going to give you a name. Now I, I can only think of the top ten offhand, and I know you're up against it, but I think a lot of people. And I don't have to like the school to to like the player. I think a lot of people are sleeping on J.J. McCarthy. I'll tell you, I, 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 I'll be honest with you, I didn't see a lot of Drake May. So I can't speak to him. But I think J.J. McCarthy, being he just turned 21 years old, he played at a big program. And I know he's a little, he's a little light, 205 pounds or whatever. But I think if he finds the right situation, meaning – where he can sit a year like Patrick Mahomes, and I look at a team like Washington is picking two, New England's picking three. They have quarterbacks that they can play another year if they don't like those guys. Even though I like Sam Howell at Washington, I think the kid is going to be pretty good. I think a situation like that, and even the Jets at 10, they're going to have to think about a quarterback of the future because Aaron Rodgers is going to implode this year. J.J. McCarthy, I think, might be the second quarterback taken in this draft. And uh, I don't think it's wrong. I think he is in the right situation, sitting a year, can fill out his body. I think he could be a great quarterback for a long time in this league. And you um, and you saw yeah, like yeah. what he was able to do sitting a year at Michigan behind Cade McNamara. They didn't throw him right into the Wolves, and it worked out pretty well. Twenty six and one as a starter. We'll step aside back with more X's and Bros after this Michigan Sports Network. It's time to go on the court with Anthony Bellino. It's a new day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com. UConn has earned the first unanimous number one in the AP poll this year after they demolished number four Marquette by 30 over the weekend. And the darling Indiana State dropped out after two consecutive losses. But the biggest story was a figurative and literal black eye for college basketball. Texas A&M Commerce and Incarnate Word were going through the handshake line when a melee broke out. Now each team is at the bottom of the standings, and it was a tightly contested 76-72 win for Commerce. But a fight in the handshake line? Really? That's where we're at? At some point in our society, we have to be able to recognize what's right is right and what's wrong is wrong. Eventually, some folks will grow up and hopefully gain some emotional maturity. Our game of the week this week, number two Houston travels to number 11 Baylor on Saturday at 12 noon on CBS. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples. And get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. 
can't call in? Text us using the keyword sports radio and send it to 21000 or tweet us at XB Mornings. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. You know, I've, I've referenced a couple times this uh, Oklahoma State's coach, Mike Boynton. Uh, talking about recruiting and NIL and just how things have changed. So I wanted to find the actual audio so you could hear it for yourself, exactly what he is talking about, and here he is. Recruiting's never been a challenge until recruiting didn't became not recruiting anymore. Like, what I had to do to get Kate Cunningham here was way more difficult than what it takes to get players on campus now. It's not even the same thing. It took four years of making sure I was there more than Bill Self and making sure I was there more than Roy Williams and making sure I was there more than all these other coaches who had national championships and Final Fours and all these NBA guys. I had never coached a guy in the NBA as a head coach. I hadn't coached an NCAA tournament. But over time, the relationship mattered enough that he believed that I was going to do the right thing by him. I can't work that hard anymore. Not when you can say, hey, here's $500,000 to come spend nine months over here. I like you, coach, but I might get hurt this year, man. And all you got is a scholarship for me. And I still got to give those books back at the end of the year. A very candid, very open, very honest. To all three. And what I think is important here is that last part, which he said, is all you have for me is a scholarship. And my biggest question is, when did we lose sight of the value of leaving college debt-free? When, when did we lose the sight of that? If you are a college player, as one college coach told me, if you want to know who's... Because they get stipend checks, right? They get, they get a stipend. And he said, if you want to know who is sending their stipend checks home, look for the guy getting the to-go box and loading that up at the end of team, team meals. Because that, that you know their fridge is empty. And it is a sad reality that you have a young man who is brought up in a situation where athletics seem to be the only way out of that situation. And instead of prioritizing the academic portion of it and what your degree could mean, and the doors and opportunities that will open for you because you played whatever sport at whatever school. I'll use Michigan football, for example. If you graduate from the University of Michigan, that block M on your resume and the experience of being a student athlete at that university will open up more doors and will get you preferential treatment in the job world. It absolutely will. Well, why is that? Even if you're the third string long snapper, well, why is that? Well, I know that if this individual is the third string long snapper, sure, there's no real marquee to his name or to his face when I hire him. It's not like we can bring in, you know, I'm not going to hire J.J. McCarthy on our marketing team because he's not going to be there. He's going to go play NFL football. But for the third string long snapper, I know I'm getting an individual that is highly motivated, I know this already without even talking to him. I know I, I can find somebody who's not afraid to, to be there early and to stay late 
And I know that because they are a college athlete, they have some discipline in there. They are used to a regimented schedule, and they're used to accountability. And those are all very attractive qualities versus candidate B who, you know, maybe was in the book club. I'm just saying, on paper, candidate A, candidate B, candidate A was on a football team in college, candidate B was not, you're probably going to lean towards A. Because you know those qualities are there. You know that that is already there. It's already built. It's already wired in years of this. This isn't just a four-year, five-year process. This is high school. This is junior high. This is all. This is the kind of individual you're bringing in here. That's the kind of guy I want on my team. Now, does it always turn out to you know pan out and be true? No. Sure, there's some exceptions to the rule of guys that just you know whatever they were just there based on athletic ability and they don't have any of those qualities. That's possible too. But this idea that all you have for me is a scholarship. If the scholarship wasn't worth anything, then why do we keep seeing this student loan debt relief program? Why do we keep seeing this in the news, right? Do you know anybody that has benefited off of this? I would love to know. I have not yet met a single person that has benefited from this program. But I would like to know. I would like to know. It sounds good on paper. Sounds good. Sounds like a, sounds like a really good way to incentivize someone to vote for you. That's what it sounds like on paper. But I don't know if, if you, and maybe, maybe you have benefited. I would just like to know. I just want to, I just want to be able to say, yeah, I know somebody who benefited from the student loan forgiveness plan. And you're telling me that you can go to a four year university and walk out of there debt free. And then you think about the young man sending a stipend check home. Why are you doing that? I get it. I understand. I do. I know it's more than the surface level. I know that you feel the responsibility to take care of your family and to get your mother out of that situation. I get it. Well, what are the odds of you going pro? Less than 1%. So if that doesn't happen, then what do you do? If you leave school early and that doesn't happen, what do you do? Then you make it to the pros. You become a guy like Adrian Peterson. Like I, I, I can't. How many 30 for 30 brokes do we need to get that through these people's minds? Like take care of your money. Certified financial planners. Not your friend, not your cousin. Certified financial planners. I mean, every, every, every sports team is in a major, major city. Call the general manager. Call the owner of the football team. Get on the phone with the president of the football team. Who handles your money? That's who I want to go to. Not your friend. LeBron James is the outlier here, folks. He's one of one. All his people went to school to go learn all the different things because they knew they had a plan in place as young people. They knew LeBron's going to take us and we got to get real proficient at each one of our skills, real proficient. And we're going to use his name, image, and likeness, and it's going to carry the whole group. And that's what they did. They're brilliant. Stop giving your money to somebody's cousin who's, who says, I got a restaurant idea. No, stop doing it. 
And I get like, if you want to take care of your mom, go ahead. But yo, at the, at the moment right now, you got to take care of yourself. Like there is a time and a place to be selfish. What provides you that time and place to be selfish? Well, I'll tell you what provides you the opportunity to send your stipend check home. The fact that you're getting free meals. Cause that's covered by the school, but that's not good enough. The fact that you're going to school for free, but that's not good enough. The fact that you could literally change the course of your family, your individual group, not your, not your parents, not your cousins, not your, not your siblings, you, you are the one, you are the one that's putting in the work. You are the one that's waking up early and going to bed late. You are the one that is missing out on the activities on campus because you have a game or you have practice. You are the one making the sacrifice. I I wish I could go give a talk to everybody. I really do. It's you. And you are in control of your future. You don't have to worry about everybody else. I know know if if I was in bad shape, my sister would help me out. I know that she would. I would never ask. Never ask. Not, it's not even, it's not a thought. It's not even a question. I know that she would though, but I would never ask. All right? Not everybody's like that. I need lights. I need water. I need this. I need that. Well, you better go do something about it. You better go get a job because I'm handling my business. You go handle yours. Grow up. Be an adult. We'll step aside. I'm all fired up right now. I just, you know, I, I, you know. I get it, man. I get it from both sides. I see the kids. I see what they want, what they need. I get that. I get that they got to earn it. I see all of it coming from the outside, pressuring them. I get that, too. We'll step aside. We got phone calls. We got text messages. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. X's and bros. The 51 years sportsman's tradition continues. It's Outdoor Rema, the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Four football fields of outdoor equipment, boats, and activities. Buy your fishing boat from dealers who know how to rig them right. Meet the lodge operators and guides from Michigan to Africa. Hunting and fishing gear, seminars with guides and pros. Great deals on fishing boats and pontoons. And the lumberjacks are back. Free crossover admission to the Cottage and Lakefront Living Show. It's Outdoor Rema, the Suburban Collection Showplace, February 22nd through the 25th. Huge here with a reminder that this Friday, 3 until 6, I'm broadcasting statewide from Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. Outdoor Rama 2024 is happening this weekend, and you can join me at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace in Novi. And Lomas Brown will be there on Friday, former Lion, 2 until 4. You can see Lomas Brown's Lions golf cart. You could win and meet him at the Impact Power Sports setup at Outdoor Rama at Suburban Collection Showplace. Hey, Michigan, let's go big. I'm Herman Moore, Lions All-Pro wide receiver, and I'm talking real big-time winning on the hottest slots and table games on one incredible app, Eagle Casino and Sports. Sign up now and get up to $1,500. That's right, we'll match your deposit for up to $1,500, and you'll get 100 free spins. Eagle Casino and Sports. Made in Michigan, made for Michigan. Must be 21 or older in Michigan to play. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Coming up later today at 3 on the Huge Show in the Michigan Sports Network, I'll deliver huge opinions on everything you're talking about. Miss any of today's show? Find our podcast and listen on demand on Google, Apple, Spotify.
Spotify, the iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, back to X's and Bros with Anthony Bellino, here on the Michigan Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Great to have you ride along with us, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. Join the program at any time. Text the keyword Sports Radio. Send that to 21,000 Sports Radio to 21000. Meyer Supercenter guest line 866 838 4843. We're on Twitter at XB Mornings, Facebook, X's and Bros. And of course, good morning to our television audience as well. Uh, BCSN streaming live on our YouTube page at Michigan Sports Network and also on our Facebook as well at X's and Bros. Sam from Sagnas, he says, I think this offseason and draft is going to send the Lions to the Super Bowl. I mean, Kalen King in round one, Devondre Sweat in round two, Zinter with one of our round three picks. Go and get either Brian Burns or Josh Allen a free agency, and we're cooking. Hashtag support the trades. Hashtag one pride. Wow, Sam, that is a... That's the one thing about this. And in, in look, I know that the Combine starts next week with the draft coming up uh, in April. Uh, finally got some uh, clarity on you know details for what's going to be taking place there, so that's awesome. Uh, but the, the idea that we haven't even gone through the Combine yet and we are, you know, wh- who should the Raiders go after? You know, do you do you get a veteran quarterback and then do you try to draft Bo Nix or J.J. McCarthy? Look, the J.J. McCarthy steam is rolling. And the reason is because he played in an offense that didn't allow him to put up gaudy numbers. In fact, until the last three weeks of the season, did anybody even play in the fourth quarter? And the Maryland game, the only reason that that was even a, a little bit of something was because we knew who was the next week. That's why. You get up big, you know, it is, you know, it's the human element here is what it is. It's the human, uh, okay, you're up a couple scores, you take your foot off the gas, you start thinking about next week, and boom, next thing you know, all of a sudden you got a game that's a little tighter on the scoreboard. So, you know, it's trying to fight through those lulls to be able to, you know, go ahead and beat a Penn State. When, let's face it, you know, offensive line wasn't doing a great job in the first half. They decided just to run the ball. They couldn't pass protect, so we'll just run the ball right at you. In one of the craziest outcomes of a football game I think we've ever seen. 33 consecutive running plays. That's it's preposterous in today's game. You know, that's why, that's why the numbers, the statistics don't look as crazy for a lot of the players. But, you know, to be honest with you, they made the plays that were that were necessary. They played their game. That's the way that they play. And, you know, J.J. McCarthy is going to, I'm sure, you know, a lot of people, I wish I would have saved some of the tweets about J.J. not being a first-round quarterback. Like, quarterback is always overdrafted. Always. It doesn't matter. How many quarterbacks go in the, in the, in the first round in any given year? I would say if you set the number at four and a half in any given year, first-round quarterbacks taken, that's probably a pretty a pretty good number. A lot of people are gonna a lot of people are gonna bite on that. Because it just it is what it is. The Atlanta Falcons just took Desmond Ritter. The Atlanta Falcons are mocked right now to get JJ McCarthy with the eighth pick. What are you doing? Why'd you draft Ritter in the first place? And that's part of it too. You gotta really believe in the guy you're drafting. You gotta really believe in that. You know, I I hate to harp on it but like Zach Wilson like I don't understand how that writing wasn't on the wall for everybody you know, JJ McCarthy's 26 and 1 as a starter 26 and 1 
as a starter. And to be honest with you, probably gave Michigan the best opportunity to win games, but sat behind Cade McNamara. Like, J.J. made the game at least respectable against Georgia. He took some shots in that game, too. I mean, guy could take a hit. Well, you know, they threw three picks in the BG game. Did you see the throws he was trying to make? They knew that that wasn't going to hurt them. They, there was no way in hell they were going to lose that game. This is not App State and that team years ago. Like, this team was legit. I mean, look at all the combine invites. I mean, it's one of the, be- that's, it's one of the best teams that's, that's been assembled in the Big Ten. I'm not going to say top-to-bottom talent. I mean, we'll wait and see, you know, how the pro careers work out. But, you know, I'm still 2001 Miami, 2019 LSU. Like, those are some pretty good clubs. Is Michigan in that realm? I don't know. Maybe. I mean, we'll see. They end up having a bunch of uh, all pros and a bunch of pro bowlers and, you know, some Hall of Famers. Then, sure, we could talk about what a great team, you know, one of the best teams ever assembled, blah, blah, blah. But they did the job, 15-0 and national champions. And it'll never be able to be, you know, I still see some people online talking about, wait till they vacate the win. Dude, you got to move past it. It's never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Like, so for all the anti-Michigan hate out there, that's just preposterous uh, to me. And one of the only, you know, one of only two, you know, I, I don't even know. Florida? Florida's up there. Uh, you know, how many schools have a national championship in basketball and a national championship in football in the last 40 years in both sports? You know, that's something that could never, never be taken away from them. Now, that's a pretty good, pretty good stamp right there, no matter what anybody, what anybody wants to say about it. So for, for the Lions, I think we got to get through the combine first. Then we, can, then we can jump into the draft stuff. I know it's fun. Too many scenarios. You know, if somebody, you know, God forbid, gets hurt at the combine, that probably changes everything. If somebody tests really well at the combine, you know, we've seen a 40 yard dash time send guys draft stock through the roof. Like we can, we can worry about all that uh, when, when we get there. We'll cross that bridge when we get there. For me, you know, I know that a lot of people like to do it. We'll do our, we'll do, you know, we'll have our mock draft thing. Like I said, we'll put up the link on Twitter so we can all participate and we can, we can do our mock drafts and, you, you could send them in, and we can kind of see where we where we ended up. And you know, positionally, we're in the right realm of what Brad Holmes is thinking. And you know, then we got to get you know free agency. That's got to start too. You know, so that's what the second week of March. So we we got some time here. We got some time for the time being. I like to be where my feet are. I like to be present. You know, that's why the the Illinois game last night, the one point loss to Penn State. Don't follow three point shooter. Come on. Illinois loses by one, but that's big for Michigan State fans. By the way, Izzo last night his coach's show. The thing I really admire about Tom Izzo is that Tom Izzo gets it, right? And I know that people are mad. Oh, he's stuck in his ways. He doesn't know. Why. Okay. All right. Sure. That guy's bigger than the entire brand of the school. But uh, yeah, you're right. He doesn't know what he's doing. All right. Sure. Tom Izzo gets it. He's at his coach's show last night. And uh, he takes a he takes a question from a fan, right? It sounded like they had a full house there. It sounded great. And um, the fan is an elderly woman. She goes, hey, Coach Izzo, I haven't been able to figure this out. And it's really bothering me. And he goes, uh-oh. Well, odds are if you haven't figured it out, I haven't figured it out. It's probably bothering me too. And the question was about if a team is up by a large margin, why is the other team fouling them? 
Like, why are they fouling them? And Izzo says, I don't know. Like, if you couldn't, if you couldn't close it down in the first half, paraphrasing here, he literally said, start the buses. Let's get the hell out of there. You know, and I thought that was, I thought that was great. Like, he just gets it, man. You have to have, there's a, a certain level of charisma. There's a certain level of, um, awareness that you have to have. And, and Tom, he gets it, man. He understands. And I, um, you know, I love it. I, I just, I, I can't get enough of it. He's so entertaining to listen to. There was a point in the Michigan game last week where a timeout's called and he's, you could tell he's foaming at the mouth. He is just ready to, he walks into the huddle and he's ready to chew everybody out. But he's just looking, I just need someone to yell at. And oh my goodness, did he go after him? My goodness. And there's a video, Ryan knows, uh, there's a video that has been, circulating the web and I saw the video but now I can't remember off the top of my head whether or not uh it's clean and I want to uh I want to play it but I I just I can't take the I can't run the risk but they were talking about a, a, a padded practice in basketball where they walked into the facility and there were football helmets and football pads there for a rebounding drill and like you know we're gonna find out who's gonna hit today and that's, you know, a couple of the staples of Izzo. Like, you're going to defend, you're going to rebound, and look, I mean, it's a, that's, a, that's a tough loss to take at home on a tight schedule there on a Tuesday. They got to find a way to bounce back. Uh, Duke smoked Miami. I don't know how the Dukies run big ESPN, but they put the, the top 25 matchup between number 24, Florida, and number 13, Alabama, on the deuce. That sounded like a bad, a bad idea from the get-go. If you watched LSU, they got a buzzer beater against number 17, Kentucky, last night, one by one. 75-74. If you saw George Mason upset over the Dayton Flyers by 471-67, I know Joe Kinsey was mad about that. Big Dayton guy. Big Dayton guy. New Mexico gets a top 25 win, 68-66 over Colorado State. Like It was absolute mayhem. Mayhem in college hoops last night. You'll get more college hoops tonight on the docket. 9 o'clock FS1. Michigan travels to Northwestern to take on Boo Booey in his 28th year of college basketball and uh, the Northwestern Wildcats. They'll do so. Doug McDaniel, I believe this is the last game uh, without him due to the academic suspension. Olivier Kamwa now done for the year uh, with a wrist surgery that he's going to have. His timetable is like three to four I don't know if it's months. So he's done. Really, really a lost season. Really a lost season. And it's it's so unfortunate because, you know, for someone like me who had a lot of hopes for Jawan Howard and this Michigan basketball program, and I know that I have to tread lightly, I get it. Like, you know, the other day, Dan Hurley, UConn lost. Uh, Dan Hurley, they did a, uh, he literally tweeted out a video from Game of Thrones where Cersei's walking through the streets and they're all, shame, shame when UConn lost. And he tweeted that out with his face over Cersei's face. And he said, see you Saturday. Like, it's always fun when the coaches understand. They have a good connection with their, with their crowd. They have a good connection with their media. They, they just, they, they get it, right? A lot of it is, sure, you're coaching for your job, and it's all serious and this, that, and the third. But at the same time, you have to be able to understand really what's at stake. And, and, to, be, and to be somebody that, you know, alumni fans that the people want to be around. I think it's a highly underrated process of being a head coach. And those, those folks that have mastered it, 
Like those guys that have mastered it, they are the ones that I mean, their jobs are basically safe. And I'm not saying I'm not saying they have to be buddy buddy with the media. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that they got to have that personality that connects. And those that do, they those that get it, get it. And a lot of times you got to be on the biggest stage to understand that. You have to be a coach at a premier institution. And you know, when you look at the the course of Michigan's trajectory where back in 2022, they're coming off the Elite Eight. You have four future NBA draft picks, an All-American. You sneak into the tournament as an 11 seed. In 2023, you get bounced by Vanderbilt in the NIT. You had two first-rounders on that team, plus the the All-American, Hunter Dickinson. You lose the picks. You lose Hunter Dickinson. You miss the NCAA tournament last year. You know, you have the argument with strength and conditioning coach, Sandman, John Sanderson. You have a, you know, I say this knowing what's at stake for me personally and professionally, but you have a program that's basically free-falling at this point. And I don't know uh, what the answer is. But what I do know is a lot of that momentum that was built over the B-line years is gone. Is gone. And to make a Tigers comparison, right? The reinvestment into the Tigers from Chris Illich into the facility, just all the little things, right? The facility stuff. Uh, some of you might look at that and roll your eyes. Oh, he's a billionaire owner. You got to do it. Still costs money. But what's more than that is it shows the players that you care. You care not only about this team currently, but you care about building the best team possible and by making this place a place where guys want to play. Because people care about baseball here. People care about the Detroit Tigers here. And apathy is the worst thing that you can have. And we have reached a a point, I believe, that with the basketball fan base that apathy has set in. Also happening tonight, prior to that, a couple hours uh, before the Michigan-Northwestern game on FS1, over on Bally Sports Detroit, you get the Detroit Pistons taking on the Indiana Pacers. Now, one of these is going to be on Bally Sports, and one is going to be on Bally Sports Extra. I don't know which one's which. Check your local listings, as they used to say. Hit the guide button, or just scroll over in the app, and you can see both. Pistons-Pacers tonight, finally getting back on the NBA hardwood after a very long, lengthy all-star break, in which I feel like we didn't really get our bang for our buck. Hopefully... Uh, the rest did the team uh, some some goodness here, and we can move forward uh, with the with the club and with the program, and they will you know have finished with more wins uh, than just eight this year. And then at seven o'clock, a massive game between the Detroit Red Wings and the Colorado Avalanche. That's where I will be tonight. So if you uh, watch the game, if you're listening in, feel free to critique me and tell me uh, whatever you thought. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at AC Bellino. Uh, it's probably the best way to get in contact with me. But if you think I'm absolute trash, feel free to send it to me. It is game one of a two-game series against the Colorado Avalanche. If you're wondering what I'm talking about, I'm filling in for my guy, Eric Freine. Uh, he is out tonight. So he uh, I don't know what he's got going on, but he's got something on the schedule because he let me know a couple weeks ago, like, hey, would you be available? I said, yeah. And so we're going to do uh, some radio from, from LCA prior to the puck drop. It's a scheduling nightmare, but we're going to make it happen because that's what we do. Uh, this is game one of the two-game series between the Red Wings and the Avalanche. The Avalanche currently 35-18-4, good for 74 points on the season. They trailed the Dallas Stars in the NHL Central Division, whereas the Detroit Red Wings 29-20-6. and 
right? So six more dubs for Colorado than Detroit at this point. Detroit trails them by 10 points overall, but it doesn't matter because they're in the Western Conference. And we're in the Eastern Conference. The trailing by 10 points is just so you can kind of put a little bit of uh, you know context around the type of team that they are playing here in this Colorado Avalanche Club. Now, Detroit, with 64 points, trails Tampa Bay by one point in the Atlantic Division. They are six points behind Toronto. That It's on an absolute tear. Boston is the leader in the clubhouse right now in the Atlantic Division with 79 points, followed up by Florida, then Toronto, Tampa Bay, and Detroit. What's really important about this, however, is that for the Detroit Red Wings, when you look at the overall standings, sitting right now in that second wild card position. Very important after that four-game road swing that they came away with four points. They did it. They had to get it done. They're fifth place in the Atlantic Division right now, but they maintain their wild card positioning, which is absolutely huge, right? They have an opportunity tonight. If they can get two points, they would climb up into the number one wild card spot and jump the Tampa Bay Lightning with a couple games in hand. So that would be a huge benefit overall. I don't want to put too much into one game. This is a very, very important game tonight. They know it. We know it. Everybody knows it. If you follow the NHL, Tampa Bay's got Washington tonight at 7 o'clock. The Caps currently are only six points out of the second wild card. So it's an important game for Washington as well. And we are, with 55 games played, we are in the thick of it. You've got 27 games remaining. This is officially the playoff chase. That's where you're at. You know, you're not dwindling at the bottom of the standings with 20 wins. You know, you're not where Columbus is at. You're 6-3-1 and one in your last 10. You've won two in a row. You still feature with 194 goals scored. The fourth best offense right now in the Eastern Conference. Like you are, like you can play. Michael Rasmussen gets a new deal. Alex Lyon's been really good in goal. Billy Huso's got the injury. That's tough. Reimer came up big when, when we needed him. It's a big game tonight. And so I would encourage all of you, if you had one TV and you could only pick one, definitely throw on the Red Wings. If you got two screens, then you can do Red Wings and Pistons simultaneously. That's great. But if you got one, the Red Wings, that's the game tonight. I'll be on the public address filling in for my guy, Eric Freiney. So feel free to send me your feedback, and then we will talk to you tomorrow live from the Toledo Golf Show. That'll be fun. Same time, same place. X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network. Bill Simonson here for my good friends from Urban U. They are Michigan's preferred med spa. Three locations in the West Michigan area, and you'll find an Urban U in Northville. Online, you can see all their skin services they offer at theurbanu.com. So the prepping season is here for the guests who come into Urban U. And if you're thinking about it, you can take care of everything during the winter from cool sculpting, laser hair removal, skin rejuvenation, and skin vibe for skin health. Now, these services are done in multiple sessions, and winter is the perfect time to start so guests can see visible results by the time they get to spring break, vacations, and even the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. That is theurbanu.com. The prepping season is underway, and it's time to think about your skin health as you get ready for that trip, that spring break, or the summer. Find out more at theurbanu.com. 
over to Tracy for breaking news. We have super good news, Dave. The super sale is back at Meyer Friday and Saturday only. Save $6 per pound on certified Angus beef top sirloin steak. Save $6.50 on a three-pound bag of Honeycrisp apples and get a one-pound bag of mandarin oranges for 99 cents. Get Meyer super sale deals in-store or online while supplies last. Now that is super. Shop this Friday and Saturday only during the Meyer super sale. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. The food district is now open. There's something for everyone, from Bubba Coo's Burritos to Bonanno's New York Pizza Kitchen to Guy Fieri's Chicken and Ike's Lovin' Sandwiches. Savor every delicious flavor at the all-new food district. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort, your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Roast Umber is a farm direct coffee sourced from Central American farmers and roasted in Grand Rapids. And also the Nitro Cold Brew Coffee is a convenient and healthy option for energy with no sugar additives. Look for it at your local retailer or at RoastUmber.com. Merck Perks from Mercantile Bank is here. Merck Perks checking has all you need to plan your busy lifestyle. Travel services for hotels, airfare and cruises, cash back rewards, and even savings on prescriptions, eyewear, and dental work. Merck Perks also includes all the traditional benefits you love, like online and mobile banking and fee-free access to almost 40,000 MoneyPass ATMs. So when you're ready for Perks, Merck is here. Learn more at MyMerckPerks.com, member FDIC. Huge here. AB's doing a heck of a job, and I'm ready to drop some huge opinions about what he's talking about later today at 3 on the Michigan Sports Network.